0: hi guys welcome back to the podcast digging deeper with mandy and erica i'm mandy and america if you're new to the podcast we like to dig deeper into god's word learn it and then share it with you guys
1: That's right, Mandy. Um, So go ahead and grab your Bibles if you're joining us today. We are finishing up a three-part series today with Pastor Lonnie Lewis of the Bridge Baptist Church in Masontown, Pennsylvania. He is in chapters 2 and 3 of the book of Revelation, and he's walking us through all the seven churches that are described there, lining them up with church history. It's been really great, and we're going to conclude it
0: today. Yep. All right.
2: The next church Mm -hmm. is a church. This is the second church. Of two that did not get condemnations mm. any from the Lord. He got it from uh, he got just commendations. The church in Philadelphia.
0: Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Philadelphia means phileo two Greek words. phileo which we know is love. Not the golpe love, but it's uh-huh. love. Brotherly love. And adelphos, brotherly. Brotherly love, that's what mm. it means and um, that's what it jumped upon too i mean not dark city of philadelphia but this era did. i wouldn't call that brotherly city love. place of brotherly love today but nah. okay to the angel of the church of philadelphia write the words of the holy one the true one who has the key of david who opens and no one will shut who shuts and no one opens i know you works behold i have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I know that uh, you have but little power and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews but are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of of trial that is coming on the whole earth i'm going to say something about this first before we go on after the reading then uh to try those who dwell on the earth i am coming soon hold fast what you have so that no one may seize your crown the one who conquers i will make him a pillar in the temple of my god and and so forth I'm going to read all that i'm gonna look at verse 10 just for a second mm-hmm. It's is a little caveat point <laughs> this isn't the main thing we're studying today but I always like to point this out. Um, he's telling the people of the Philadelphia church, because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming in the whole world. This is the tribulation period. So he's telling the people in this church, which doesn't go on until the end of the time, until the rapture, mm-hmm. he's saying, keep this keep this and because you have kept my word about patient endurance I it says and this is what I want to point out I will keep you from now this this is a Greek preposition here mm-hmm. and it can mean it can mean from away from or out of it cannot ever has never means through so if you're looking at the tribulation period we're not going to be there
3: right
2: the believers are not going to be there because you kept the word if you're saved you're not going to go through that hour of trial you're not going to go through that tribulation period this work preposition cannot mean through from away from out of you're not going to have to face that but that's just a rabbit trail <laughs> we got uh, enough rabbit trails. I, I have
1: a question about that okay um you haven't said this yet, but you're going to that this period that in church history we're talking about right now, the Church of Philadelphia, has since ended. Yes. But you just said that believers will be kept from the tribulation based on what was written to a previous church. How could that be? Well,
2: these again, in that period of time when we first started, we said this is a representative of the majority main focus group of the church okay okay every church isn't like this in that period there's okay. all churches of all kinds throughout there and, and and since you brought it up i'll i'll just i'll just go to there the next church is going to be the laodicean era which we are in okay and we're going to see it's not has almost no commendation It's all condemnation mm-hmm. and and what he's telling us to do here uh, because you have kept my word about patience and endurance I will keep you from the hour now what this is what this is implying is that churches are supposed to keep this keep this mentality that they have we're going to see what that is here okay. and don't get don't get engulfed by the because like what it's saying to us what it says to Bridge Baptist Church churches in this time I want you to endure and see and be like these churches be like a Philadelphia church be a Philadelphia church in the time period you're in now what that's going to mean though to think about this this is not going to be this is not going to be the main group this was the main group from 1700 to about 1950 say and you know this was focused um, uh, well I'll, I'll just go to this part you know he when he talks about the open door yeah Mm-hmm. Who's opening the door? Nobody can shut it. Jesus, Jesus opens the door. yeah Jesus opens that door. It doesn't mean that uh, there's not going to be obstacles. I had a verse written down. I don't have it right here, so I won't bother with it. But it says where Paul went, and he had an open door. He said, "I went through the open door, but there are many obstacles. Just because there's a door open doesn't mean you're not going to have ob- you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have problems. You're going to have difficulties." Reaching people sometimes, mm-hmm. but he has an open door. The door is open here. It, it's not as open now as it was then. I remember, uh, and then, and again, again, get just get up here. There, this church. What God really likes about this church is the missions thing. I got an open door, man. Hmm. You guys are going through this door. You're you're witnessing. You're sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. And if you think about this period of time here. you look at all of the great mission movements that have come about all the Baptist missionary agencies England had, England was a strong Christian country at this time and I don't know if you ever heard, you ever hear the saying the sun never sets on the English? Mm -hmm. British Empire? Yeah, okay one on one okay but that's what they said, they had colonies all over the world United States, we were their colony. They had colonies every place and guess what? Missionaries could go there without problem it, England wasn't they weren't thinking about this they were thinking about it for getting territory getting slaves to take over you know they, they, they had nothing in mind of missions for getting that to government but the Christian missionaries David Livingstone uh, Pastor Aaron talked about they still talk about him in Africa
3: yeah.
2: in China inland mission this was a great period of missions hmm. and that's what is, the Lord loved about this church he loved the fact that it's a city of brotherly love it's a city that goes out it's a church that goes out and witnesses strongly for the gospel i remember i remember when i was in uh, uh i was in a church in west virginia and this was about 1975 we had a guy in from a missions a leader in, in uh, baptist missions one of the high people on the board of baptist mid-missions and he was bemoaning it this way he said he said you know 20 years before that he he's he, he said, man, we could get a missionary average on the field just a little over six months.
3: Hmm.
2: He said, it's taken us two years now to get a missionary on the field. They would and get supported and get on the field. And he was bemoaning that. Well, now it's about four years. <laughs> yeah. We're not even in this era. But you could see they were getting people out, there, getting the gospel around the world, great mission agencies. It was a period of missions. And Christ, why? Because Jesus opened the door for them. Mm-hmm. jesus opened the door so people could go out and get saved mm-hmm. and there was large mission uh, movements uh, throughout that period of time and some of them endure to this day you know baptist missions is still there <laughs> many mission groups and that was the focus of this okay we're uh i think we're doing pretty good on our time better than i thought we would <laughs> yeah but,
1: to, but you know missions it doesn't have to be to a remote location right i mean it could be in your backyard oh, yeah. you know just just the the open door wherever it is and yeah. sharing the gospel whatever opportunity yep. you're given right right would right. would kind of fall in the same category too yeah yeah i
2: think i think that, that's probably involved with this too the lord's okay. opening hearts people are witnessing more than they than they do now but good chance that's true mhm um, but boy you know this is like like when i back when i, when I was studying this stuff in uh because i didn't believe this the uh, represented errors at that time he opens a door up mm-hmm. in this period of time and he says "Who? who nobody's going to shut that door as long as jesus wants it open it's going to be open <laughs> yeah. mm, wow. and that's what happened right in this period of time that's when the great mission movements happened and all these things happened. Yeah. so that was awesome now today in england i don't you know it's, <laughs> totally different but, <laughs> yeah all right now the last one is Laodicea that's our age it's been I don't know there's not a sharp divide what year it started was in 1950 was in 1940 was in 1960 you know yeah. somewhere in there gradual and uh to to the angel of the church of Laodicea right the words of the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither. See if you see any com- commendation anywhere in this. Okay. I know your works that you are neither cold or hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you were lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, what are you going to do? I'll spit you out of my mouth. <laughs> For you say, I am rich and I have prospered and I need nothing. What do you need Aunt Jesus for if you got a good bank account? Mm. you know? mm-hmm. That's the attitude today. Not realizing that you're really wretched,
0: pitiable,
2: poor, blind, and naked.
3: Mm.
2: Think about some of these big shots that give all this money to world politicians and stuff.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> They're pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. Hmm. That's how God describes them. Yeah. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined spire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may be seen may not be seen and the salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see those whom i love i reprove and discipline so be zealous and repent repent behold i stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door i'll come in to him and eat with him and he with me The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit on my throne. I also conquered and sat down my father. He has an an ear to hear. Let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This is our era. And this is sick. (laughs) Mm, My good. He looks down today and other than the, you know, it's a sick era. It's a sick age uh, that we live in. And there's several things here and I'm going to focus on here. Just three particular ones. Laodicea, ought to see Greek. That word means the rights of the people,
3: hmm.
2: and the mm, point boy. is what? <laughs> the point is that people today in the churches, as well as I mean, see God. God's plan was for us to be salt and light and to influence the community. And this is Nathan uh, Sunday Night said this. Mm, mm-hmm. He said, "No, we're not. You know, this is what this is what he was talking about. We're not." by large the mass thing isn't the church is influencing society society's influencing the church right. what yes. do you talk about people that will not stand up for creation because why they're the so-called elites that they say are so smart they mm-hmm. they're really dumb but they they're so smart <laughs> they don't want them to they don't they so they will compromise They'll make some kind of a belief system that's a compromise between creation and evolution yeah. evolution was developed largely to refute atheism to show there's no god that's why they developed it the really mm-hmm. and darwin but that's, that's another thing but um but so okay so the church is not influencing society society is influencing the church and uh and one of those influences the rights of the people people as christians what are we supposed to be we're supposed to be bond slaves. We're supposed to not go out exerting our rights. I mean, Paul used his rights sometimes. I'm not saying this is an absolute. You know, times you know, you know. But by and large, we shouldn't be thinking about exerting our rights. We should be thinking about being a bond slave to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is not the way most of the churches in America are. And again, let me let me say this. I believe this is focused more. You know, uh, a lot of time we were talking about worldwide with these other things. Mm-hmm. This one, I think, has more of a focus on this country here. And again, every church is not like this. If you go to Africa, you're not going to have the next thing we're going to talk about is money. People having such a dependence on money mm-hmm. that's their god. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true in Africa. In <laughs> by and large, it may be a few that are, but
3: mm-hmm.
2: but. Um, i think i think the church in this country is this is describes it to a t you know yeah we're going to exert our rights we're going to have a gay pastor that's our right to be gay and be a pastor at mm-hmm. the same time well jesus mm-hmm. wouldn't agree with that that's mm-hmm. all of that um so okay and so the it's the um exerting of rights the second one, I know your work should either hot or cold. Well, there's a lot of things about the water system there that people make. But by and large, what this means is, what's a person that's hot is share the gospel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. share the gospel. gospel. You're excited gospel. about it. Yeah. You look for opportunities. Yeah. yeah, and if you're cold, you don't care about that. Nothing. Well, if you look warm,
3: eh, you,
2: know, you know, I'm not going to do much of that, but and Jesus says he wishes you were because if you're lukewarm you think you're okay see that's the idea I think I'm okay here just Mm -hmm. muddling along and maybe once a year I'll give somebody a tract or something you know
3: Mm -hmm.
2: he doesn't want that yeah he wants he wants you to be hot and uh, what's he gonna do he's gonna spit you out of his mouth he makes you sick I I heard a sermon on the book of Jonah one time and it it said there's four sicknesses in this in the first chapter of Jonah, he says he made the sailors sick because the sea sick, excuse me, the sea got you know mm. got rocking the boat and they had to throw all their stuff overboard. Yeah. He made, in the second second chapter, um, he made the whale sick because the whale spit Jonah out on dry land, would not it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the third chapter, he made the people in Nineveh sick with conviction, mm. repentance. He said in the fourth chapter, Jonah made God sick. Mm. <laughs> Oh <laughs> if you look, if you look at chapter four in Jonah, he says, he uh, he, he after he preaches and says, I better preach and be in a whale's belly, mm-hmm. and they all they have a God said he wants to save them, you know. Yeah, they
1: repent. And
2: Jonah, what did he do? He went out and laid under a plant and was waiting to see if God would change his mind and destroy all of them. Yeah. And yeah. he, you know, and then God took the plant away and he got mad and all that, but. <laughs> this sermon guy in the sermon he said jonah made god absolutely sick right there
3: hmm.
2: and um, i think we make him sick too in, the, in this age yeah, well. yeah, that's what it says yeah. you know just the way that the church by and large acts today we, we don't want to be that kind of church remember what i said in revelation three ten here you know we want to be they'll go back and read that i think it's, because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the tri- hour of trial, which is coming on the whole earth. Well, the Philadelphia age just ended, but there are still some Philadelphia-type churches. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to be that type of person, that type of church. He wants us to be Philadelphia churches in the Laodicean age. And you know what that happens then? You look drastically different from other churches.
1: From, mm-hmm. from other Christians
2: you would yeah, say Yeah well you my Christian Oh yeah. <laughs> this is alleged Christians yeah. Uh, yeah, if we follow this and be that Philadelphia type church in this era, we we are going to look totally distinct from many of the churches, most of the churches in the era. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we even talk about that all the time. How huh? that's what you see. You got to call out what's being taught in churches, which is yes. crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You yeah. wouldn't think you would have to, because they are a church. But right. yep. you do, because yep. they give into society mm-hmm. or yeah, exactly or, uh, exactly
2: what yeah. is culture. it culture? Yeah. Well, Nathan, go, you know, if you're there for Sunday night, mm-hmm. that's exactly what he was saying. Yeah. There's all kind of theories come out on creation yeah. now, because they want to compromise with the evolutionists. Yeah.
1: Even the theological seminaries, you know, where you're oh, supposed yes. to go. Yes. Well, that's, that's, I mean, where,
2: that's, that's where they start. They start oh. by taking schools. Like today, the the woke people are trying to take control of the schools, because once you get them, then you, you know, mm. that, that's, you know. But that's, uh, okay, so we have the, the, the rights of the people, Odyssey, and then we had, um, you know, the missions. God makes us we make God sick the other one is the money what he says about money uh, and um, uh, for you say I'll start in verse 16 so because you are lukewarm you are neither cold nor hot I will spit you out of my mouth They make God sick for you say I'm rich I have prospered and I need nothing hmm. I don't need nothing what do I need Jesus Christ for I got a good bank account that's what they say yeah. and if they don't say it that's what they have in their heart hearts. not realizing that you are really wretched miserable pitiable poor blind and naked if you think that way you are the most pitied, pitied and then you know when you see people doing all this stuff you gotta realize they're not out there accomplishing nothing they're just destroying things yeah and they're to be pitied think about their eternity think about where they're gonna yeah. be mm-hmm. They need a gospel. Yeah, That so. is the
1: craziest thing. These people, they have all this. It's a blessing from God. They swim in the, the blessing that God's that God gives them, all at the same time saying they don't need God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You think
2: about yeah. It. Well, that's, that's what God thinks of them. They're pitiable. Pitiful. Pitiful people. Pity yeah. pitied. Poor, blind, and naked. So uh, that's it. I don't know if you guys remember. Some time ago, I did a sermon on two errands. Do you remember that was a year or two ago? Um. I compared. I compared. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the Green Bay mm-hmm. Packers, he had just signed before that a, a contract for four years for one hundred and thirty-four million dollars. Mm-hmm. And he had also done a lot of things that were he had um, put down his family. He grew up in a church uh, in a you know in a family that believed, and he he split away from them. They didn't want anything to do with them, and. Um, so I did when I did a sermon I'd say compare our Aaron to this Aaron what they have which I mean, one would you rather be you it was mean ter- our
1: pastor Aaron?
2: yeah compare Aaron <laughs> to him one of them got okay. more money yeah and um, one of them got Jesus
1: Christ well how do you know pastor Aaron doesn't have 137 million dollars in his bank account <laughs> okay brother
2: if you're watching this let us know if you got 137 million <laughs> that'd so, be nice yeah <laughs> go ahead but uh and I said, you know, which one of these, If you, what the whole sermon was about, look into your heart of hearts. Hmm. Which one of these would you rather have? Would you rather have what, Jesus, what Aaron, our pastor, has? Close walk with Christ, doing his work, believing in him, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't have $130 million. Or would you rather have it be this other Aaron? And I said, the way you answer that question, if you answer it honestly, it'll tell you a little about yourself. Mm. If you can answer that question honestly. And... Uh, the thing is if you if you'd rather be here in Rogers you need to repent. You need yeah. to change. You need to yeah. do what he said here. So, that's our seven. That's our, our quick quick review. Quick. At hand. <laughs> well, <laughs> that,
1: uh, two comments I want to make real quick. Okay. You kept saying Nathan and his presentation that we just listened to. I want to say that we went to this presentation from this Nathan, and he studies in the Answers in Genesis program under Ken Ham, um, and he did a really great presentation about creation ministry and how important it is, and he called out our school districts, public Mm -hmm. education, churches. even the Bible schools, um, but yeah. yeah, we we actually spoke to Nathan, and mm-hmm. we're going to try and get him on this podcast too, oh, yeah. so awesome. all of that information, hopefully in the next coming weeks, um, you guys can watch it and see it for yourself, because it was really good, really informative and eye-opening.
0: Well, it is on the Bridges Facebook page. Yeah. They did uh, stream it live, so okay. you can okay. watch it there. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, really, really good information. Um, and then the last comment I want to make, and maybe you can elaborate on this, Pastor Lonnie, is mm-hmm. that um, if you were convicted by any of this, I know there was parts where I was like sweating because I'm like, oh my goodness, this is for me. <laughs> um, but when Jesus speaks in here, his address to people is repent. So there is hope, you know. There is a chance for us to repent if we felt, felt convicted. Um, you know, you're not condemned at this point. There's time left. You can repent. Do in your personal time with God, and you'll be forgiven. And you can have this chance to be a part of the Philadelphia church or, um, what was it, the Smyrna church? It was the two churches that weren't condemned. Yeah,
2: second one. Yeah, I think it was Smyrna. I, have to look. <laughs> I think it was Smyrna. Yeah. It was the second one. That's yeah, Smyrna. I
0: think it yeah. was. Okay, I was Smyrna. Okay, so, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you, Pastor Lonnie, for coming and giving us the history of churches, and then going through uh, Revelation here and showing us, you know, what what they had to say about these churches and how we can apply it to the history, and it lines up. Yeah. So we can tell we know that it's truth because the Bible is truth, and that lines up with Scripture, so we can see that it's true, Mm -hmm. and that's. That's that. It's a little bit scary to me, to be honest. Because if we are in these last, this last church, we are in the last days. There's no more. There's no more churches. So, so (laughs) don't be like Jezebel, and don't not repent because Mm -hmm. this this is the last hour for us, basically. So, check your heart. Check it with what the bible says does it line up with the bible if not if if you lean towards Aaron Rodgers <laughs> that might be an indication that we need to check ourselves right yeah
2: yeah, yeah. for sure well thank you for the opportunity to share thank, thank you Our so pleasure. much for being on
1: the podcast this yes. was really great um, i guess that's it if you guys liked it go ahead and like it <laughs> leave us a comment subscribe follow share yes and um Mandy, are you going to close us out with prayer
0: yep. today? I'll pray us out. Okay. Dear Lord, we just come before you, Lord, and we just thank you for the Bible and what it says and that we can learn from it, Lord, learn from the mistakes, and then just the opportunity to repent here, Lord, for what we have done wrong. And just uh, open our eyes, Lord. Give us the ears to hear what you are saying that we need to turn from our wicked ways and we need to repent and mm-hmm. truly repent and stop doing the wicked things and turn to you and turn to your guidance, Lord, because that's what we need. We need your guidance, and Lord, we just need your your the Holy Spirit here in the world today, Lord, that they would turn and repent because Lord, they we are cold. Mostly we're lukewarm, and you hate that. You spit us out, Lord. Just turn us and let us be hot for you. And we just I play, pray blessing over Pastor Lonnie. Yeah. Lonnie that he came and he shared your word. Lord, and we thank you for him and just bless him for his time that he spent here with us, teaching us here, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. amen.